Kevin Goldson of Radio Drive. Mark 2.0 starts now. Thanks so much, Kevin, for Ooh, coming Kevin. on. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Of Thank course. So I'd like guys. to start out because you're in Minnesota. What the music scene is like in Minnesota? And do you perform at any uh, live venues with everything that's going on in your life? Oh, yeah. Well, of course, you know, to take it back to the 80s, the music scene here, we had Prince. Uh, a lot of big bands were, were uh, on the scene in the 80s and 90s. It was really a rocking place. Um, and it's kind of you know, settled down a little bit, but we still got a lot of really good music going. Um, I've played in different bands throughout the cities, played the main stage at First Avenue. Uh, we won like the Battle of the Bands uh, for the month, you know, and played the main stage um, along with a couple other bands at the time that have actually made it quite big, Gear Daddies and um, a band called Trip Shakespeare. Dan Wilson from Trip, Trip Shakespeare went on to create Semisonic mm. and uh, has had some amazing hits as a songwriter for Adele and uh, Philip Phillips. I mean, a lot of really big hits. Uh, nowadays, of course, it's a thriving scene. We, we got more bands than clubs. So everybody's, you know, beating the doors at the clubs to try to get in and play. Um, I actually started playing the clubs again back in 2020, but then a couple months later, COVID hit, everything shut down. So I haven't actually, you know, got the guys back together again to start playing the club since 2020. And I noticed your uh, latest videos were kind of more like a solo with like a storyline and some actors, which is really yep. cool. What kind Thank of, uh, what kind of goes into that? I mean, how, how long does it take to, to get a couple of like one of those done? Well, um, I'm thankful to say I'm, I'm skilled with video editing. So some of those I put together myself. Uh, some of them I partnered with this film crew out of Venezuela. We connected, and I can't remember if it was through Fiverr or one of those online communities, you know, where you can hire people for services. Yeah. Uh, they've done some really good ones. So those videos where you see like these beautiful beaches and you know, these gorgeous dark haired uh, men and women, that was his bits, you know. <laughs> oh, so that was a good uh, workaround. I like that. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. Uh, some of the other videos, uh, I've been very um, creative in finding talent, um, you know, uh, at a, how, how, how shall I say it without sounding cheap, at a, at a very low price, because I remember one of my first videos, I, I spent like $1,600, it's like, okay, that's a lot of money. Mm. So the video for Taste of Heaven, I worked with this video editor out of Russia, my son with an iPad filmed me. Um, we got some stock footage, sent it to her. She put it together. It all, 200 bucks is all it costs. Um, one of the videos was rather creative. I connected with this guy in Alexandria, Egypt, and it's basically him just driving down the street. I imagine somebody's driving and he's filming. I hope he's not doing yeah. the same, both at the same time, but he's just driving down the street in Alexandria, Egypt, just filming different scenes. And it oddly enough fit the one song. Uh, new direction perfectly so um a lyric video done by this guy out of england uh again i think that was about a hundred bucks so yeah uh some one of the last gigs we did uh, a friend of mine came with his film crew and filmed it so we had a lot of footage that we used in some of the more recent videos like run 
is one that of them. That was great. Yeah, so talk yeah, about Rona. I love I was that video. Say, Where'd you oh, get all cool. those kids? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so that one, I mean, you know, I'm so blessed. This guy, he filmed it for free. He filmed the show for free. Sadly, the audio was was just awful, so we couldn't use that. So I thought, well, let me see what I can do with the, the film footage. Um, we got some stock footage of these kids. I think, I can't remember if they're in Belfast or London or somewhere over in Europe. Mm -hmm. And just put it together and it worked perfectly. Um, yeah, that one actually won an award with the ISSA International Singer Songwriter Association. So that, that, I'm really pleased with that one. Congratulations. Thank you. <clears throat> Have you always been pretty much like alternative rock? I'd say so. Um, it's funny because I'm always at a loss for describing my music, but so I kind of have to use three categories, alternative pop rock mm. or just alternative rock. But I started listening to the Monkees and the Beatles at a very young age. Absolutely love yeah. pop music. You know, the, you know, short songs about three minutes, three thirty. you know, catchy melody riffs. Um, I love classic rock. I, I pretty much listen to Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, oh, yeah. all those heavy bands all throughout my teens. And then, you know, kind of after I graduated high school, I was getting into kind of the British new wave, mm -hmm. alternative music, um, U2, The Cure, David Bowie, a lot of that. Um, and of course, more recently, Coldplay and, and of course, Foo Fighters. So. Um, quite a blend. There's just so much in there that I, I couldn't just call me like alternative or just rock. It's, you know, it, and that's just me, you know, everybody's kind of got their own perceptions, you know, but. And I've always used that term, you know, and I, I was getting ready for the interview and I'm like, how did we come to that word? Yeah. Because here's why, because I was on a work, like a construction site on with headphones on the AM dial. Because uh -huh. that's the only uh -huh. way I could listen to the cure. Because everybody oh. else was jamming Metallica over there, right? But okay. this was an alternative <laughs> for me. And it always yeah. made sense. You know, yeah. and I'm like, how the heck do we even arrive at that name? But um, I know, isn't that funny? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, nowadays there's just so many genres and people having blends of genres and stuff. And of course, back then the cure couldn't make it to mainstream. And I, it was not too long ago. I'm in the grocery store listening to Kira's music. Yeah. You know? oh, so yeah. How did that happen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. And I'm saying, Mark, the jellyfish, he's like, who? And I'm like, well, you know, you had to be during that time, you know, <laughs> yeah, some of them exactly. made it, some of them did not. They were yeah. all a lot of greats, but, <laughs> you know. I know it. Oh, man, I know it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mark, you were going to ask about yeah, uh, I was, yeah, I wanted to ask you, how hard is it to get on the indie uh, rock stations? Because I saw on your website that uh, your songs made it to the indie rock stations across the world. And did you have some countries where you were bigger than other countries? Yeah, well, of course, I've been, you know, doing this for quite a while and kind of gaining momentum, gaining a network of people, um, different uh people and companies that help with promotion, you know, some are just worthless, I'm sorry to say, but others it's like, hey, they're getting results. I'm gonna keep working with these guys. And so, uh, and then of course, I just have my own personal list of contacts at various stations around the world. So, so when I come out with something new, I'll, I'll send it to them and they're, they're wonderfully gracious to add it to their playlist. Um, a couple other outfits that I've been working with recently, 
um, submitting music on your behalf to a lot of these places because it can get a bit dicey to put together a mail email list like on well, what is that Mailchimp I think or mm, whatever that okay, yeah is called boy do they ever have the rules and regulations I mean they don't want you to spam mm. so um, you can't upload a list you got to have their permission to to send them an email and. You know, and these people who receive a spam email, you know, they could press charges if they really wanted to get serious, you know. So it's like, I just don't want to bother. Yikes. Wow. Yeah, it gets a bit dicey. So mm. um, I've worked with some really good people who've gotten my music all around. Um, even just this week, a station out in Connecticut, I think some community station is going to add my songs. Uh, another station out of the UK, I think a wow. community radio, gonna add my songs and stuff. So, yeah. And, well, I, and you had like a couple of awards, right? I mean, congratulations again. Thank it was you. like the, uh, the Hollywood Media Music Awards, right? And the Global Music Awards. So what, what, yeah. what, had to, what did you do to be considered even for that? What, what was that process like? Yeah, I, I'm really thrilled and just kind of beside myself on my website, I have a, a page with the awards and I mean, it's almost getting embarrassing, you know, it's like, wow, you know, I think I have, you know, is this enough? You know, I don't want to be greedy here, but so, um, yeah, so basically, uh, you know, a lot of these places you submit your music um, or somebody submits on, on your behalf and uh, some of them have a panel of judges, quite impressive list. Um, Others, I'm not quite sure the process, you know, but uh, sometimes, uh, you know, I'm not selected and sometimes I am. So I'm just hmm. thrilled at the momentum, really. That's cool. Just you sharing that. People are probably maybe not even aware of such a thing. Yeah. That they can be yeah, considered absolutely. for that. So anyone can be considered, right? You just do the right, follow the steps and all that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just do a search, you know, Indie Music Awards. You're going to see quite a few hmm. popping up. Um, and, and some of them are really awesome to where they actually have ceremonies like the Hollywood Music Awards out, out in, you know, Los Angeles, Hollywood, obviously. I've been there a couple of times. Spectacular event. Uh, they've held it at the Fonda Theater. Oh, yeah. Which I is a really, yeah, you guys know the place. Yeah. Um, really cool event. Um, the ISSA, International Singer Songwriter Association. <laughs> They're out of Atlanta and they oh, just wow. had okay. an awards out there and nice theater and everything. I wasn't able to fly out there, um, just cost prohibitive here. It was this year and airline tickets are through the roof. Oh, know, so. right now. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, awesome. and then some of them are just online, you know, where they, they just give you a certificate, um, you know, and, and kudos and things like that. But it, it certainly is an honor either way. That, that is awesome what you did. So uh, since you have such success, you know, everyone wants success like you. What would you, I almost am going to ask you what's the key, you know, to your success. But I saw your five things I want, uh, I wish someone told me video. Oh, yeah. So yeah. why don't we kind of merge that with the question and kind of briefly touch on those things? Because that blew me away, dude. That's really insightful stuff that is very important message to get out to the younger generation so thank you for that funny thing with with those five things i i learned each of those the hard way um i i've like i said i've been at this for quite a while and i've made some really really stupid mistakes 
Uh, I, I'm thankful to have bounced back, you know. I, I think the biggest thing is to not be caught up with fear, which leads to desperation, which leads to some really bad decisions, which leads to a lot of loss. It almost sounds like something Master Yoda would say, you know. I'm not going to embarrass you with my Yoda impersonation, but just I you know. love Yoda. <laughs> I love oh, yeah. all Yodas. Yes, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, fear leads to desperation, which leads to just kind of these bad decisions. You know, the dark side. It does the dark mm-hmm. side exactly. You know, yeah. and so if you just stay calm and cool, and just focus on writing good music, you know, don't don't be concerned with comparing yourselves. That's another huge one. Don't don't be competitive be creative mm-hmm. have a creative mindset not a competitive one and just focus on writing good songs good music with today's internet and spotify and all of that you can get your music out there um i believe that if it's good people are going to start listening and you know you do a little bit of promotion and stuff certainly to get things out there and uh, you know you're going to get some traction so um yeah, I think that's that's the most important thing. It's phenomenal advice. And they might even have a little bit of an advantage that we did not have back then. It was record yeah. label or nothing back then. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, God bless them out there. They yeah. can do it, you know. And that's yep. really sound advice. I could have sure. really used that video a long time ago, Kevin, truly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, another thing, too, that I, that I learned, um, again, the hard way, is um, taking responsibility for where I'm at. Mm. Um, you know, and, and making the best with what I have, because I had worked with some really good producers over the years and spent a lot of money. And it's like, I was saying, okay, I don't have the budget for that anymore. What am I going to do? Well, boy, I can't do anything because I don't have A, B, C, D, you name it. You know, it's like, well, you're, you're limiting yourself. So stop and think, what do you have right now in your hands that, that can get you at least maybe to the next step? So, so, well, okay, I've, I've got a home studio, I've got recording software, I've got my guitars, you know, and I, I can start here. It's like, well, do it. Just start where you're at. Maybe it's simple, but hey, it's something, you know. And um, one thing, you know, when you, when you start doing that, you kind of start getting that traction and momentum. And I came across this amazing online community called Air Gigs. Now, these are people from all around the world, talented musicians, engineers, producers, you know, you name it, whatever you need. Uh, you can find somebody at, at just a variety of prices, you know, 10 bucks to 200 bucks for laying down guitar tracks or doing drum parts or whatever. So um, I came this is across good stuff, guys, everybody. Yeah, out there. it really you is. Know, people look. People look in here and we've got these kids doing all their digital stuff like that. But you are yeah. really where the rubber meets the road. If you yeah. really want to, you know, right now, get going right now with what you yep. got, you know, and build up to where you are. You started back there and um, yeah, you're putting them on yeah. the right road. I didn't mean to interrupt it. That's really no, cool. no, no. I appreciate that. No, yeah. thank you. Um, yeah. So with with um, air gigs. I found some incredible people to, to do the mixing and mastering of my songs yeah. for what I think is super cheap. I mean, the last uh, release, um, One Breath Away, worked with this guy, uh, Steve Miglori, uh, Migliori, I think. He goes by Mr. Mig. <laughs> so I know him by Mr. Mig. But he's worked <laughs> with Justin Timberlake. 
uh, oh. Taylor Swift, Beyonce. I, love I mean, them. super inexpensive to hire him. Now, don't quote me on this, those who are listening, but I don't know if it was like 300 bucks a song, you know? Wow. Uh, which to have that kind of world-class talent, mixing and mastering your song, lending his expertise, that's incredible, you know? Wow. Um, we may have a team, you know, that helps him yeah. too, you know, and he can really just give a solid hour to it and really just oh, make yeah. it killing as well. And you're getting it yep. at a good, man, digital times are cool. Oh, I know it. Yeah. And my previous record, um, I actually have a copy here. This, um, Ooh. um, nice before yeah. the day is through. Where do we get the <laughs> one of those? Yeah. Where can oh, you get um, them? Right well, on your website there, of course. Of course, digital download only. I had some promotional copies made. Sorry. Mm. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. It's fine. That's all right. That's yeah. nice looking though. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you guys. I mean, afterward, offline, just give me your address. I'll send you. Uh, oh, okay. awesome. Nice. Yeah. We yeah, got a shirt for you it. too. Yeah. 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 But this Beautiful. one here, um, I recorded during the social distancing during COVID. So oh, yeah. again, I have okay. a home studio. I could squirrel away, but I took advantage of the talent and air gigs and on this this album i hired a drummer out of italy mm. a cello player out of venezuela a violinist out of russia backup awesome. singer out of italy wow. uh took all the tracks mixed did the initial editing here mixing them all in final tracks i sent out to brendan decor out in california he won a grammy working with the foo fighters um, won an Academy Award on a Disney movie called Soul, I think. Mm. Uh, put it all yeah. together, absolutely phenomenal. You have all that talent mixed in. So it's, you know, and here I am, it's just me at home again, going back to what I said, what can I do with what I have right now? And that was what led me to the next step, to the next step. And then finally, you know, doing this full blown album here with people from around the world and having a Grammy award, Academy award winning engineer, put it all yeah. together. Oh my gosh. I'm sure wow. I, you didn't know you're going to end up with people with these kind of credentials. My I know. goodness. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. That's a, that's a secret you just let out right there. I know. That is yeah. a good one. Wow. It is. So, so, yeah. who, so who, who influenced you uh, back in the day? Who did you listen to? Who were your influences? Oh, man, so many. Uh, of course, when I was a kid, like about seven years old, I was listening. I, I hung out with some friends who had older brothers, oh, yeah. and they're listening to like the Beatles and the Monkees, you know, and so I got into that. And then a little bit later, of course, um, Alice Cooper was my first heavy kind of record. Oh, yeah. We're yeah, from Phoenix. Black so, yeah. He's out here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in this area. <laughs> we <yeah>. know him well. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Led Zeppelin. I was totally blown away by Led Zeppelin IV. Uh, I probably just wore that record out listening and just so many artists. And I even had a mellow side as well. I love uh, Donovan. Do you all remember Donovan? Yeah, okay. Mm, kind of. A little bit. Yeah, I know the name. Okay. Yeah. What were some well, of his so, hits? Well, he was a folk artist from the 60s. He actually yeah. hung out with the Beatles. Um, that. One of his biggest songs is called Hurdy Gurdy Man, mm. Sunshine Superman. Okay, oh, that I recognize. Sunshine Super Nine. Yeah. yeah. That's what I recognize. That, I'm going to know if I hear it. If I you hear would, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. The cool thing, Jimmy Page was a session guitar player starting out, and he played on 
um, couple of albums or maybe one album of Donovan's and John Paul Jones actually from Zeppelin, wow. <laughs> a session man played. So I think the song Hurdy Gurdy Man has both Jimmy Page and uh, John Paul Jones playing oh, on it. Oh my goodness. Really cool guitar solo, tasty, simple solo, but it's Jimmy Page, you know, right there in Donovan and um, yeah, super cool, but mellow, mellow stuff. Uh, and then of course, again, like I was saying earlier in the eighties, I just fell in love with whatever came out of Britain, you know, the, the Cure, the Clash. Oh yeah, too. same here. Oh man, love that stuff. Yeah. It was so, a great time too, because you could, it was, it was always a small venue early on yeah, that you were seeing yeah. your idols. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And uh, there's yeah. just nothing like the live performance. Um, Not at all. Well, what about your live performances? You know, what, what, uh, give me something that stands out in your mind recently and then give me like an all time favorite, something like that. Well, okay. So, you know, as I mentioned, um, back in 2015, we we're playing a lot. And I'll back up to that to answer the second part of your question. But um, I took a hiatus for a while, late 2019, kind of, you know, got the engine going again, the guys back together. We rehearsed 2020, we started playing the clubs, had quite a lot lined up. COVID hit, everything shut down. Yeah. Um, I did some house concerts from my home studio here, kind of played along with some backing tracks and things. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't really done any live performance since because I, I, you know, I was immersed in that album before the day is through. That was almost a year in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, boy, that was all pretty much 2021. Um, and then you know, all the clubs are booked out like six months in advance. So I thought, okay, well, that's when I started working on One Breath Away. It's a four song EP. So, but I do have plans to get the guys together again. But um, to answer the second part of your question, one of the highlights, back in 2015, when the band was really playing a lot of clubs here, we were in the finalist of the Hard Rock Cafe Battle of the Bands here in Minneapolis. That was fun. We were playing the uh, Mall of America Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, that was my favorite gig. Just a blast. I've been there. That place is outrageous. Yes, oh. there's a roller coaster in that damn mall. Yes. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I did spend some time in Minnesota. That's great. yeah. Cool. What about your album, Before the Day is Done? Go into detail uh, making that and give us some of your favorite tracks from it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, in my studio here, uh, I'll typically, um, start off, like, as I write the song, I get the idea in a number of ways, maybe just a flash of inspiration, one line, um, you know, and then I'll try to capture that maybe on my iPhone if I'm not here in my studio. And then I start constructing the song around the bit that I have, you know, maybe I've got a chorus line in my head. So I'll start with that and then work on maybe the the verse and the other bits. Usually uh, the piano chords first or guitar chords, and then I start building the parts, um, more piano, guitar, rhythm guitar. Um, I do have software for MIDI drums, which I use as a placeholder until I have, you know, my, uh, I call him my Italian session drummer, do his parts, you know, Um, so, just to keep the song cohesive, you know. 
Um, and then just keep adding layers to that. I'll do some initial editing just to make sure everything's tight. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just a lot of time involved in that. But again, the beauty of having a home studio, I can do this anytime. Um, in the winter, I, I live here in Minnesota. It gets very cold. It's yeah, dark at like really four o'clock, you know, and it's like below zero. I have no desire to go out. Oh, so yeah. I'm from Michigan. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I hibernate in my studio. I, I have weekends where I'm just down here like 10 hours each day cranking away and and, and just working on this. So um, I guess as far as like my favorite song, it's hard to say. Um, um, I, I love Led Zeppelin, as you know. Um, I did a cover of Thank You. Wow. Okay. Um, that one, I, I just really thought, okay, I really have to nail this because it's a pretty bold and daring attempt to cover a Zeppelin song, at least in my opinion. You know, if you're going to do it, you'd better do it right, or you're going to be, you know, um, you know, it's not going to go down well. <laughs> so, I'm glad you did it because you love them and it was important to you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I'm pleased it went over quite well. Uh, I won the an award for best pop rock cover song for that, and then. Um, Oh, I, I apologize. I can't remember what radio station or, you know, Indie Music Alliance. It was number one on the charts one particular week. So awesome. Um, yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, you know, one of the songs that really, really touched me, I think, was um, Let My Love Be the Proof. Hmm. It's um, it was written around the piano, some kind of minor chords. Um, the uh, lady that I hired over in Russia to do the string parts did a beautiful job, as well as the guy down in Venezuela doing the cello part. Um, I love their bits so much so that on the album I have um, kind of a, a an inst well, an, I don't know how you call it, what do you call it, like an unplugged version where hmm. it's just piano and strings. Nice. Oh, oh yeah, like it. Yeah just to showcase what they did, it was just so amazing, you know? Um, so yeah, that song, um, I think, again, kind of going back to the five things I wish somebody had told me, you know? It, it's, it's really about putting your priorities first, you know? Like one of the lines is, um, I took my eyes off the prize. You know, like when you get caught up in like the pursuit of a goal, whether it's a career or this or that, it, sometimes you can be like a bulldozer mm -hmm. and just kind of bulldoze over people. <laughs> you know? It's true. And yeah. it's not pleasant, you know, and, no. and you, know, you, you get your priorities out of shape. And I, I kind of see that as like, well, you took your eyes off the prize. You know, my wife, you know, it's like, she's my prize in the song, certainly. Mm. And uh, it's like, you know, I can't lose perspective on that. What good is succeeding without the ones that you love to share that with so yeah you know that is kind of what the song's about you know mm. so i like that i like your song in the now that was kind of you were kind yeah. of talking about that before too and uh yeah. yeah you got a lot of great videos uh oh, thank you, you really do yeah and and and, and run was cool seeing your band on stage jumping yeah. around you know hopping up and down you know if you could be on stage and you could have someone like come out 
from the crowd, like a special, you know, someone you love to come up there on stage, who would it be? Are you talking like anybody? Like anyone, yeah. Yeah, anyone we have a time whatsoever. machine and everything, yeah. Wow. Um, boy, two people come to mind, if, if you don't mind me saying two. Please. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Mm, sure. And, and uh, uh, Jimmy Page. Wow. One you of know, the Beatles, Or both. <laughs> yeah, there The Beatles go. are so great. I have, yeah. I know, my my youngest has friends who just like, the, the Beatles are like their favorite music. Nice. I and love it. Like the younger generation is picking up on that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you use to get your music out there? Like, is it social media or Spotify mostly? I mean, what is your big, big hitter when it comes to pushing a song out? Boy, you know, that's a really good question. Um, kind of on a side note, and, uh, and I'll answer this too, but I just want to take a little, little rabbit trail here. Please. Since we're talking about social media. Sure. Yeah. I had a really big following on Facebook. I had it all connected with Instagram through this Facebook meta business suite. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah. My account got hacked. Oh, Some, somebody, um, what they did is they hacked into my account, made themselves an admin for the business account, Posted something on my personal account that shut oh, me out. Wow! Like the they broke the te terms of service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that that you violated God. the community standards. Oh. So your account is oh now suspended. Oh my God! I'm not even going to ask what Jeez. it was. Go on. Oh, who knows? But so I'm shut out. This guy has free reign to the business account, and he starts running fake ads. Oh. Thankfully, I was quick enough to you know cancel the PayPal in, you know instant pay for any ads that I run on Facebook. So um, I would get these emails, your ads are under approval. It's like, what ads? You know, and then your ads are approved. It's like, oh no, please. You know, there's no, there's no way to reach Facebook. Um, <laughs> I did everything I could. So anyway, the, the, you know, eventually long story short, the, I just gave it up and started a new account. So my radio drive Facebook only has about 20 likes, <laughs> 20 followers. So prior to that, I was in the thousands. You know? Jeez. So that's kind of, you know, done for. So I've really been focusing more on Instagram, I think. I, okay. Uh, so Instagram is what I've really been, been pushing. Of course, that and Twitter. Um, I, I have great success on Twitter, connected with a whole lot of people. So I'm really kind of pushing toward those two. Um you know, to promote, I have worked, well, actually, I've, I've, I've hired a, a PR agent who actually connected us, thankfully. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Oh, thank them. Olivia yeah. Long, yeah, they, thank you, exactly. Olivia, for mm -hmm. setting thank up this yes, interview. Kudos, kudos, yeah, so yeah. even over the years, I've come across people who have done very successful promotions, and I'll go back to them because I've had good success, good results, Smart. and work with them, um, I've had others with terrible results, so obviously, you know, they're, they're through. I'll never work with them again. But again, you just kind of get your network of, of successful people. You surround yourself with them. Each new release, you just, you know, ring them up. It's like, okay, there's somebody to do uh, social media management a while ago, or at last, to help promote uh, this album. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah. Great. Nicely done. I mean, you, you've gone through all the hoops. I mean, the trials and, you know, tribulations. So 
You've certainly earned it. Yeah. Uh, so do you have like anything like Patreon or anything like that set up to where people can like join a fan club and, and do you take donations and stuff or anything? I did try a GoFundMe a long time ago and didn't have any results with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've, I know people on Patreon and I've actually supported people on Patreon. Um, I guess I could certainly consider that. I really haven't, but sure. always a good idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, you have T-shirts and stuff that are, uh, people can check out, and that's all on your website, right? You know, I don't have any merch yet. I, I don't, I'm kind of behind the game okay. on that. You know, I'm, uh, I'm doing so many things, juggling yeah. this and that, and I, I got it. It's something I really got to do. Yeah, your YouTube channel, it got a good amount of subscribers. You obviously yeah. uh, did your, uh, I, we know how hard that is. So, um, you know, congratulations there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that'll continue to grow. And I advise everyone to get over there. There's good advice. There's good music. There's all kinds of stuff over there. So go check it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, it was really a lot of fun. And how oh, often do oh. you put out those music videos? Because I saw you on your website that you put out a, string of them in january right been about eight months yeah 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 well um here again it was you know the album i'd finished up the album um and you know without a band to to rehearse do things with uh i just thought okay what do i do next and okay let's do some videos and so um i uh got me a, a green screen backdrop and uh my daughter's really good with photography she you know, did some filming and then, you know, dropped me in on some background scenes and, um, you know, again, worked with uh, that uh, film crew out of Venezuela on some of the videos and downloaded some um, stock footage and some others and just did a ton of editing. So it kind of went, went, goes in spurts. I cranked out a bunch um, late last year. so it just all kind of depends, you know. I, I I think I've got over 35 videos now on my YouTube channel. They're unique too. I like the one with the big TV and then the little TVs on the side. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. great ideas. Everybody, oh, I mean, you. we got a lot, really of, do, we got yeah. a lot of musician people, and they're they're gonna go over there and go, Oh yeah, man, I'm gonna steal that <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, well, but no, it's really yeah, it's really really been great watching your channel. It's fun. It was cool. really fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So what's the future? Where are you going now? What, what do you want? Yeah, so um, uh, kind of a funny thing. I connected with this guy. Uh, we've been in touch for a long time over in London. Um, he's with a music licensing agency, and they, of course, place music and movies and TV shows. And we've been in touch over the years. And um, he reached out and asked if I had any music from like the 80s and 90s. And I said, you know, I, I do, but it's on cassette tape. The sound quality is awful. He said, well, let me have a listen. So I, you know, bounced them down to my computer as a WAV file and sent to me. He said, yeah, I, I like these two. Do you think you could clean them up? Uh, yeah, okay. So I've been cleaning up uh, four songs, acoustic songs that I did way back, you know, mm-hmm. back in the 80s, 90s. And uh, kind of rewriting them. Well, actually, uh, no, I'm just taking the original recordings and cleaning mm-hmm. up the the audio because i i have some really good software that um restores sound um like these you know equalizers where you got like this really nasty um you know sibilance you know that's way high up there and like 10k you just dial that in and get rid of it 
Get what if they the say, kids. dude, we need you to reproduce this? <laughs> oh, yeah. hmm. they, they get rid of all the noise and the hiss yeah. and you add some warmth to it. So that's what I've been working on that, that project. I'm actually going to um, release, I think, as a four song acoustic thing, you know, but these, I'm going to sign a contract with this company, you know, so they're going to license uh, a couple of those songs. So that's what I'm working on now. And of course, I'm really itching to get the guys back together again and start playing more gigs. Yeah. Um, winter is approaching again. Like I said, I, I hibernate. So I'll probably start working on some more music, I'm sure. Maybe crank out some more videos. Uh, there's mm. always something to do. I, I have so much to do with so little time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful now, thing. Now, as a fan of the monkeys, did you ever see them in concert? Because I saw them in LA. I forget it was an iconic venue right before uh, Davey died. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I had the pleasure of, of seeing them a couple of times. Um, when they first reunited, it was um, Mickey, Davey, and Peter. Um, I saw them. And then I, I saw Mickey and Davey um, in concert and had the sure. pleasure of meeting them afterward. And, wow. Uh, yeah, I kind of visited with them. I've tried to get, bit. you know, him or his uh, sister. Co I've, seen, I've seen his sister, too. She's really good. Coco Dolan's oh, on the cool. podcast, but it's just, you know one of those falling through. I, I really think that they are somebody who should be in the Hall of Fame. What do you think? The Rock and oh, Roll Hall totally. of Fame. Yeah, I mean, it, they kind of got a bad rap because, um, you know, when it came to light that they didn't write and play their stuff, it just it just kind of hit the but fan. But then Mike and, Nesmith changed that when they were playing, yeah. they were playing their own instruments. He fought for it with NBC when the yeah, show was true. on. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, the funny thing is, like, you think of a lot of these bands, like, uh, I don't know if Jackson 5 was big at the time, but they just sang. They didn't write their songs and play instruments. Of course, they didn't put on, you know, like, that they did. But the funny thing is, the Monkees were a TV show, actors pretending to be musicians. Yeah. But then they kind of became musicians, you know? Well, They're, even the Beatles loved them. Oh, yeah. They got yeah. together, yeah. Well, yeah, there was... Um, I can't remember what year, but they were out selling the Beatles at one time. Wow. I, I yeah. believe it. <laughs> they were huge. Yeah. Huge. Who? Uh, um, I, this is fascinating. Who doesn't love the monkeys? They actually outsold the yes. Beatles at one time. I never knew. Yeah, I yeah. remember when they came back in the 80s. <laughs> That's cool. I met them at yeah. a car. I met Mickey Dolan's at a car show when cool. uh, 84 or something. And I remember like nice. the MTV video, video Music Awards. They performed I'm a Believer. And the, yeah. they came out with a new album. They were yeah. huge then. Yeah. Yeah. And then Peter Tork, you know, after the monkeys broke up, Peter kind of had some rough roads ahead of him. And he put together a, a, a band and played small clubs. And I actually went to see him at the small club outside of Rochester, Minnesota, where I grew wow. up. Okay. And um, I hung out with him before the show and super nice guy. You know, we talked about the monkeys and just all kinds of stuff. The movie Head um super nice guy just wow you got to hang out with peter tork wow. yeah yep that was fun unreal yeah amazing that's a good story that is a great <laughs> it really story. is uh well i had a great time today uh kevin so I. thank you so much for coming on my kid want to ask anything else no hey kevin we really well, appreciate this we'll throw out your social media on the description and this was just, a lot of fun. Yeah, just so our listeners yeah. know, YouTube is probably the best place to get to know you and your website, right? YouTube and your so. website. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Certainly the website, you know, there there are links to, you know, Spotify. Yeah, I got all uh, of his links. I'll, I'll post oh, them. That's good. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. He emailed them. All so your videos are on your website too, right? All oh, your yeah. videos are well, there? Okay. Yeah, links and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Sure. Great, Absolutely. great. Yep. That's great. Well, everybody get over there. Get over to the YouTube channel. There's fascinating uh, insight yeah. and uh, great music. I highly uh, recommend it. I had a lot of fun today on that channel. I had a lot of fun talking to you, Kevin. Thank, thank you, you so much for being yeah. here. Everybody like oh, and subscribe and give Kevin some love down below. And yes, uh, yes. you know what, Kevin, come right back if anything happens. <laughs> exactly. love having you again. Yes. Thanks thank so you much, Kevin. Mark, this Brian, was a lot of fun. Thanks. I had a blast. Everybody. Yeah. Have a good thank night. You.